Welcome to the OA Serenity Sunday Meeting Podcast. Serenity Sunday is now hybrid, meeting in person at Roxbury Park in Beverly Hills and on Zoom. Visit the Los Angeles Intergroups webpage at oalaig.org for information on how to join our meeting live in either iteration. Now that we're meeting in person, Serenity Sunday has regular meeting expenses and would appreciate Seventh Tradition donations to help support the meeting and this podcast. You can donate via Venmo at Serenity Sunday. Last four digits of the phone number are 6255 or through PayPal, Serenity Sunday 1212 at gmail.com. The opinions expressed on the Serenity Sunday podcast are those of the individual speaker and not those of Overeaters Anonymous as a whole. And now, our speaker. Hi, I'm Jeff. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Jeff. And I'm a hundred pounder, and I'm many other things uh, as well. Uh, today, actually, is my natal birthday. And I assure you that no cakes will be harmed this afternoon or tonight. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, my son, who is 25 now, said to me, uh, why are you going to uh, go and spend your birthday with these people? And I said, because they're my family as much as you guys are. I said, I love you, and I'm having dinner with my actual family tonight. But I said, you know, uh, I said, but I'm going to have have my morning with my OA family, so I'm very glad that I am here um, with you guys. Uh, so how it was, what it was like was, uh, you know, was, it was hard. I have pictures, so I'll pass them around, since I don't have to show them on it. Here's different pictures. I, I'll give you the stats. I was 339 pounds, um, and uh, I had a 56-inch waist. I had, uh, I wore a 3X shirt and a size 60 jacket, um, and uh, I was a mess in every way, uh, just an out-of-control mess. And I was uh, looking, and not really contemplating suicide, but I was glancing around and seeing if there were any trees in my backyard that might hold my weight, uh, and there was. So, uh, but I didn't do that, obviously, because I'm still standing in front of you. Um, and uh, it was uh, it was very, it was painful. You know what can I say? You know it was uh, there was a feeling of disconnectedness that uh, I had. You know uh, I was different. People made sure I knew that I was different. You know uh, I like to say that now, even now, fat is the last acceptable prejudice in our society. Uh, although in the 60s and 70s, when I was growing up, there were plenty of acceptable prejudices in our society. Fat was among them. Uh, and uh, you know, um, yeah, it was just a, it was a, it was a hard time, and uh, and you know there were uh, you know and and I the the first hallmark of addiction I am told is that we lie to ourselves, uh, and then it's easy to lie to other people once we get the lying to ourselves down. But the three big lies that I told to myself were uh, it's not so bad. I had a lot of that. It's not so bad had a lot of, I'll never get to, you know, I'll never get to 300, oh, I'll never get to three and a quarter, oh, I'll never get to 350, oh, I'll never get to a 50-inch race, no, I'll never get to a 60. You know, I had that. And then I also had, uh, I'll start tomorrow. 
That was a big one. Big, big. That was the biggest of the big lies for me. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the first of the month. I'll do it the first of the week. I'll do it on Monday. I'll do it on Thursday. I'll hold the great diet start on Tuesday. You know, I mean, yeah. I could tell myself anything. And, uh, you know, um, and I never would. And that's, you know, it talks a little about that in our literature. It talks about uh, always a resolution, never a decision. You know, it talks about that, or I believe it's either in the doctor's opinion or in the chapter one. Um, and that was my, you know, I always was going to do it. I never did it. Uh, and that's what gets you to 339 pounds. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, uh, I came in a program uh, in the uh, 80s briefly. Uh, I met uh, a couple of you guys were here then. I have a picture with Len in, uh, uh, from a, a retreat that I helped put together or 20, you know, in 1989 or something like that. I, what, 88? Len's career. Anyway, somewhere in there. Uh, and, uh, uh, and then uh, I graduated, right? Uh, which was uh, that I, I met a normie girl. Uh, I uh, lost, you know, 100, I was 275 when I got in there. I came, left at 200, so I got down to fighting weight, met a girl and said, thanks, see you later, I'm done. Got what I wanted. And uh, as uh, our good friend Harlan often says, the graduation song is, welcome to McDonald's, may I take your order, please? Uh, and I did, and I was off and running and got up to 340, and uh, obviously another, you know, whatever that was, 60 pounds more than I, when I came in the first time. Um, so I, I came in to, to uh, Serenity Sunday. Uh, I... Uh, it was in the other room over there, but uh, I, uh, I came back, and the difference between the first time I was here and the second time I was here was when I walked in the door, I put my, put my hand on the door, and I said, uh, God, I don't know if you're out there, but if you're out there, if you could please help me to not compulsively eat today, I would very much appreciate that. Not really expecting God to be out there or anybody to be listening, but somehow I didn't compulsively eat that day. So I said, next day, I said, well, worked yesterday. What the hell? And I said it again. I didn't have to compulsively eat. And I've said that every morning, more or less, every morning, uh, for the last 13 years and a couple months. And uh, I lost 105 pounds in 18 months, very slowly, very manningly slowly, uh, and kind of leveled out there and, uh, you know, and got peace and freedom around the food. You know, and uh, I was uh, very blessed in, to do that. Um, but I was still 230 pounds. And, uh, you know, and, and look, it was really, it was bad before, you know, I went to the hospital like eight or 10 times in the five years prior to joining. I haven't been to the emergency room once in the 13 years since I've been here. And that's, you know, thank you. Uh, you know, it's funny, I said to a doctor the other day, uh, I was so a back doctor, and he said, uh, uh, I told him about my weight because I thought that might be germane to a back problem, you know. And, uh, uh, and he, he said, congratulations. And I said, well, saying congratulations is like saying congratulations to someone running out of a burning building. And he looked at me and he said, a lot of people don't run. Mm -hmm. And I went, fucking profound guy, I need you to be profound. 
fix my fucking back. Uh, anyway, but he was. He was you know, very profound. And uh, anyway, uh, uh, so about a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, I said, went to my sponsor. I practice sober eating, and I won't bore you all with that. You've all heard about it and heard me talk about it. Uh, you know, uh, and sober eating being more about what I do eat than what I don't eat, right? And so... Uh, uh, and I went to my sponsor and I said, I, I, I want to change my food plan, I want to lose weight. And I don't make any unilateral food decisions, so it's not up to me. But I went up to, I told my sponsor I want to lose weight. I figured that would not meet, you know, a, you know, a deafening no, you know. So he said, who said? That's what he means. Well, did your doctor tell you to lose weight? No. He said, did I tell you to lose weight? No. Did anyone tell you to lose weight? Yeah, me. Why? I said, look at a freaking mirror. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing all this work. I'm still fat. He said, I'll let you know if I think you need to change your food plan. So about two weeks later, I went to a different back doctor, the first back doctor. And he, as I'm leaving, he goes, hey, by the way, it wouldn't hurt to lose 20 or 30 pounds. Now, I used to hear that and go, yeah, fuck you and do us go about my business and not give a shit what the doctor said. But here I said, all right, thank you. And I ran home and I called my sponsor. I said, the doctor told me to lose 20 or 30 pounds. He said, you sure? And I said, yes. He said, go to the nutritionist, see what she says, and don't do anything she says until we talk about it. And so I did, and the nutritionist said to me, uh, I don't need to, and I brought in like, you know, printouts of everything I, you know, because I email my food, so I have everything I've eaten in the past month, and I have all that already, and I put it down on a table, and she said, I don't need to look at that. I said, well, don't you need to know what I'm eating? She said, I just need to look at the, your chart and see your birthday and tell you that you're eating too much because nobody realizes that after you turn 60, you shouldn't be eating as much food because when you were 25 or 30, you needed 2,500 calories a day to keep up the normal weight. Now you need about 15 to 1,700. 15 to 1,700, no one can do that. <laughs> and anyway, so uh, I told her what, uh, you know, uh, we talked about what I should be doing in terms of giving up food. And then I went back to my sponsor and you know, put it through that prism and I started eating that way. And uh, I lost, uh, I've lost another 35 pounds or so uh, doing that in the past year, uh, or a little over a year now. Uh, and my last weigh-in, which was at the doctor, the back doctor just the other day, uh, my weight was 199.7. And I don't give a shit that it's only 2.3 pounds under 200. My weight started with a fucking one. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm going to say. I, and, and my waist starts with a, a one, my waist starts with a three, and my jacket size starts with a four. <laughs> I, I'm just, I can't tell you how much that, you know, that is me. And you know what? Sorry, it's meaningful to me. Okay, it may not be, you know, I don't give a shit if it's not supposed to be. Right, I'm not resting on my laurels, I'm not bragging. Because I couldn't do it myself, because the score with food was food 10,973, Jeff, nothing. Okay, never won, never won when I fought with food. Never won when I fought with food. So I have surrendered. But within that surrender, I can be happy that you know, certain things you know, have, have transpired. 
And you know, I don't feel like I'm a heart attack waiting to happen like I did when I walked in. I don't argue with people. I don't fight anything or anyone. And that's probably bullshit, right? Because I fight, you know, I fight people. You know, uh, you know uh, I mean, I, I, I get annoyed, you know. But I'll give you a perfect example. Today I went to the coffee place because I get my birth free birthday coffee because I'm in their coffee club, right? So I was, okay, great, I'll get my free birthday coffee. So I go in and uh, the, you know, I tell them what I want. I say, no syrup, just some Splenda and so a little uh, splash of milk. And they said, okay, and uh, it's iced coffee. And she said, don't you want a bigger size? I like, no, I don't need to be greedy. I don't need to snore. Just give me, the, <laughs> uh, give me, the, give me what I normally have it's, you know, for my birthday. That's great. So she's a really nice kid, and she like, writes happy birthday on the thing. And, and, you know, and just, just give stars and hearts are great. I get in the car. I, take a, I, mean, I drive away. I'm, I'm late for the, my 7.30 meeting. Not, you know, I'm on time, but if I stopped, I'd be late. Taste it. This doesn't taste right. Taste it again. Fuck, she put syrup in here. There, you know, she put the Splenda in. I saw that, but she also has syrup in here. There's real sugar. Live sugar! <laughs> in my yeah. Like, oh my God. And, uh, you know, and uh, for a brief moment, I said, ah, oh, fuck it. It's not so bad. It won't hurt. And I said, what, what are you thinking? Why would you be willing to risk 13 years of abstinence and 140 pounds of and your weight starting with a one, your weight starting with a three, and blah, 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 for a fucking sip of coffee? And so then I said, okay, I can't do it. Now I want to be mad at the barista. But she was this cute little girl who just <laughs> made a mistake, for God's sake. We all make mistakes. I probably made 10 today. I'm going to hold this poor kid accountable for making a mistake. So, I, oh, God forbid my $4 of coffee is not worth So I get to the meeting, and I open my door, and I take the top off, and I spilled it out. Because that's the right, and that's what God told me to do, because that's the right indicated action. Because I'm not going to risk what I built here, which is not just, you know, the way starting with one, blah, 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 but it's also, you know, serenity, peace, freedom, you know, uh, not having to engage everyone on my terms because they have to do it the way I told them to do it. Now, I've been a boss at work. My job title at work for many years was showrunner, ironically enough, though I'm not supposed to be running the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, I got to tell people what to do. And when my kids were, you know, 10 and 12 and 15, I got to tell them what to do. But now I don't get to tell, now my kids are adults, I were, uh, you know, I've shifted careers, and I'm the worker bee, not the boss. I got nothing. I, got, I don't get to tell anyone what to do. And should is not a word that I use, because should is God's job. I'm supposed to do God's work, not his job. Should is God's job. You should be doing this. Who am I to tell somebody what they should be doing? I can't even tell myself what I should be doing. You know, I should not be drinking coffee with syrup in it. We've determined that. But after that, I don't know. You know, I don't know, turn left, turn right, do this, do that. I'm not particularly enjoying my job. Should I stay there? Or should I go find, you know, my, you know, my destiny, which may pay me half as much, but I need to earn some money, because I'm, you know, every, with every passing year, I'm, you know, less important to the people from my original business, which was TV production, because I'm one year further away from the demo they're trying to reach. You know, when I turned 50, it was like, bye, see you, thanks for playing. 
you know, and, uh, and I hung on for 10 years or more, but in the last few years I've had to do something else. I don't like it as much, and I don't like this job all that much. It's a lot of pressure, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of pressure. Uh, and, but you know what? It's a, it, it pays me. Thank you. It pays me well, and, uh, you know, for right now I need to earn money for a few more years before I be comfortably retired. So that's what I got to do, whether it's for these people or for somebody else. We shall see, but, uh, you because know, I work for God, so, but, you know, I also can't afford to just say, I, I'm smart enough and I know enough to know that I can't afford to say, oh, this isn't in line with all my cosmic, you know, <laughs> and so I can't possibly be here. It's like, no, for, for that check, I'll suffer a little bit, you know, and because that's where I am right now, and maybe that will change, and if I won the lottery last night, I'll let you know, and, we can all go to Bermuda together, but you know that's you know at this point, I have to practice radical acceptance. Radical acceptance. I, the, the world is the way the world is, no matter how much I want it to be the way I want it to be. The world is the way the world is, and I was taught that in this program. Acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. If I can just accept the world, people, places, things for what they are. You know, our country is divided into teams. I'm on a team. You know, but that team can't be the only thing that matters because more important than whatever political team I'm on, I'm on this team. I'm on the, the friend of Bill team, the 12-step team. The finding meaning to this life through understanding that I'm not God and trying to get into the, you know, to, to align myself with God's will when I can figure out whatever the hell that is. And when I can't figure out whatever the hell it is, ask somebody else for guidance. Because I can't depend on my sick mind. You know, they, they train elephants. They, they, they train un, untamed elephants. They tie to tamed elephants. And you just model what the elephants, the, the, young, the untrained models, what the trained one does. Albert Einstein basically said, you can't fix a problem with the same mind that caused it. Okay, my, uh, you know, my mind is you know, compulsive. When I sipped that syrup today, the first thought was, it's not so bad. The second thought was, what the hell are you thinking? Of course it's so bad. But the first thought was, just let it go. That wasn't going to be really help me. That's my addiction. I'm an addict. And it doesn't mean I'm bad. It means I'm sick. I'm not a bad guy trying to get good. I'm a sick guy trying to get well. And I've been able to get well because people in this room and people perhaps listening to this recording uh, have taught me how to do it. Because when I walked in, I didn't know. Like I said, it was food 10,974, Jeff nothing, but I wasn't willing to admit that. I wasn't willing to surrender. You know, I was at a convention a few years ago, an OA birthday party, I should say, and they were selling little white surrender flags. And I bought one, and I have it in my pencil cup on my home office desk, which, don't get me started with that. Uh, you know, because I need to remember. You know, and I also, when, when, when my job seems to be spinning out of control, I say, God, please help me slow this down. Let me see this individually, slowly. Let me do one thing and then the next and then the next, as opposed to feeling like I have to do everything at once. And it really is the same thing with my recovery. I can't do everything at the same time. I can't talk to every sponsee at once. I can't talk to everybody in program at once. I can't talk to every newcomer at once. I can only do it one item at a time, one moment at a time, one person at a time. And when I slow the world down with God's help, I can't do it on my own. 
When the world slows down, my life is better. So what it's like today? I have peace and freedom around the food. I have peace and freedom around life, for the most part. Okay? And you know, while I understand that, the, I, that, that I got a lot more from this program than my weight starting with a one, the day that I, the first day, yeah, and look, it was 202.5 two months ago, and then 201, and then 200.5, and like, come on, God, what the fuck? Let's go. <laughs> You know, and uh, and you know, and and on the September first, it was two hundred point five. And if I hadn't had to go to the doctor, and get on the scale and see one ninety nine point seven, I wouldn't know it was under two hundred. But you know what? That was that's what I got, and it's okay. You know, it's okay that I that I celebrate that because I'm not saying what a great guy Jeff is. I'm saying thank you, program. Thank you, God. Thank you the world for opening up to me to the point where I can do this. How I need to teach myself that just because, uh, you know, I used to be a triple X and had no real way of getting clothes that looked anything like what real people wore. And now I can go in and I'm between a large and an extra large in most things and they carry my waist size in every store that I walk into. And now I have to learn that just because it fits doesn't mean I have to buy it. <laughs> Because that was my mindset for many years. It's just because it fits, I don't have to buy it. But you know what? What fits to me now is this program. What fits to me now is spending my birthday with you guys. My natal birthday, don't get excited. My natal birthday with you guys. What fits is being, you know, being in the flow of this program and trying to give back as much as I can without trying to make the program in my image. Wish it would be a lot different if it was. <laughs> uh, and and you know and understanding that you know, one day at a time, I get to do this with all of you and be part of the herd, and be part of this program. And I am incredibly grateful for everything that you've taught me, and all the light that you've shined on my path. Uh, and I hope to keep walking with you one day at a time from here on in. So thank you.